0: You're listening to the Paranormal Priestess Podcast with psychic medium Elizabeth Grove, the Paranormal Priestess, where the supernatural is natural, theparanormalpriestess.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Paranormal Priestess Podcast. I am your host, Psychic Medium Elizabeth Grove, where the supernatural is natural. I have a very special guest with me today and her name is Kat Treadwell and she is from the UK from Derby she is a full-time Druid priestess volunteer for the Druid Network and the Pagan Federation and she is a professional chaplain and author blogging at druidcat.wordpress.com and what I love about Kat is that Uh, She brings her Druidry, her spiritual practice, and she brings it into the mundane life and she makes it very practical. And um, I really can't wait to have her share a lot of how she does that and perhaps it can inspire others to do so. Um, You know what, I just want to start off this show uh, just very briefly. So I want to bring her on because we're going to have so much to talk about. So. Without further ado, Cat Treadwell, thank you so very much joining me on the show today, and I'm just thrilled to have you here.
1: Oh, it's wonderful to be here. Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> now, um, druidry. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people are not quite sure what that is. Um, people have heard of Wicca um which is, is you know a nature religion pagan religion now uh, can you share how you found druidry your own i know that there are a lot of different paths but for you how did you find druidry how did you know that this was calling to you and it was for you
1: wow um i think that is the, the sort of sixty-four thousand dollar question isn't it um it is, uh, now it <laughs> for everyone is everyone on the path <laughs> um Okay. Well, back in the day, every, as you say, everyone knew about Wicca, especially over here in the UK. Right. Um, it was more of a thing. Um,
0: Popularity, yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, even then, before it, it went um, went down, you could walk into a big Borders and. the mind body and spirit section would have books on wicca and you know the witch's bible and all of that sort of thing scott cunningham Um, right oh we had scott cunningham we had silver raven wolf we had all of those (laughs) yes you know but we had um I, i was in london when all of that was happening and i had access to some wonderful old bookshops including ones where allegedly alistair crowley had shopped and things like that i don't know how true that is or if it's good marketing but either either way there was there was lots of knowledgeable people around and i i think i found a book by a lovely druid lady called emma restall or uh which i would definitely recommend um that book was called spirits of the sacred grove and it's been reprinted as druid priestess and i read it and went this is different this this isn't the organized ritualized things of wicca where everything is very prescribed right. and everything That's how
0: I learned originally before actually going over to Druidry. So true.
1: Well this is the thing. Yeah, it's it's very Wicca has its own way and I have I have no problem with that. And I tried it out and it, it didn't seem to quite click with me. I, I could feel something there, but that wasn't quite it. And then reading about Druidry and I was fortunate to find this this lovely lady because her point of view as she says is very involved in mud and blood and getting out there and getting messy (laughs) so (laughs) this is nature spirituality let's get outside and i thought yes let's let's do this and then i got together with a group of friends and we didn't really know what we were doing but we were we were getting out into the woods um ironically it was in the woods near Woking in the UK and that's it was the woods where the aliens landed in the HG Wells War of the Worlds story we were actually oh, <laughs> having a little druid really? circle in the woods uh, where the aliens land and you think this is, I, I couldn't make this up you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a crazy story, but it was people trying to find their way and druidry's been going on for uh, so many years in terms of a revival, but in the last i don't know 20 or 30 years it's really picked up because people have found this call almost of i want to get outside and find that connection again with my land with with my home right and this is really what it was we all sort of felt this together and it's it's kind of gone from there um i did some training with various people um i was fortunate to to train with emma um and various others and you can you can only read so much i mean i i read a lot i have always been a complete bookworm but with paganism now that uh, nowadays it's almost like there's an overload and i say this is an author who obviously please buy my books it would it keeps me going but <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing of there is so much out there that you can feel very overwhelmed that, and you that is see. true
0: yeah and you can't really yeah. learn everything from books i tend to tell people that yeah. because when you're starting out with the nature religions mm. um it's like what you said what you know with wicca you know you're trying to do everything exact and yeah. th- there's a formula uh to it um you know of course you expand with your own path from there but mm. still no matter what you read there there's nothing that beats just Going out into nature and finding your own connection.
1: Well, this is it, and I think at each stage of the game, each stage of your personal practice, is kind of an initiation in itself, because you can, if if you've ever practiced as a pagan, I'm speaking to the listeners now, it's the thing of you can always remember your first ritual, and you can remember your first mistake. You can remember forgetting the true. matches. Oh know? yes, you've cast a circle or something like that. Or you can remember the first time you did some did ritual naked and was it private? And if you've done ritual naked in public, which I I have, and that was oh my goodness, that was such a huge thing. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I can't like, say so I've ever done that before. No.
1: Well, this is a question <laughs> I get a lot now because people associate paganism with naked ritual I, I think they've all seen the wicker man
0: yeah. and
1: it's, i get asked a lot by journalists do you dance naked under the full moon oh and yes I said, yeah. <laughs>
0: you're, you're in england right you know we're wet and we're cold oh, right <laughs> that doesn't happen too often then but paganism a lot of people i don't think my listeners not all of them realize what paganism actually mm. is so i mean what is the foundation i mean to you of pagan religions the core that all of those paths that are considered pagans share
1: um, for me, what I tell people who come to this with absolutely zero knowledge, right. um, I normally say it's seeing the sacred in nature. So it's seeing that special something that's in the world. And when I say nature, I mean everything. So you've got nature as the grass and the trees and the birds and the sky, but then you've got nature as also the food that we eat and you know the, the things that nourish us and keep us. Um, the the creativity we make. Um, no one is ever going to say that anything we've created is unnatural, and that can be a book or a baby or a table or you know whatever right. it is. Yes. it can be something as as major as creating new life or something as comparatively mundane as just working on a production line. I don't know, but you're, you're still making something, and it's making something which someone else will hopefully enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's having that connectivity between what you do in your life with what's going on in the wider world around you. So it's seeing your your sacredness and your magic in, in your connection with the world. We're all part of, of this planet.
0: Right. Well said, yes.
1: I hope, I hope that made sense. It's, it's difficult because if you ask 10 pagans for a definition, you're going to get at least 10 different answers.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> at, they, everyone that I've spoken to, they say that exact same thing. And mm-hmm. it's, it's very, very true. But I, I feel, in my opinion, that you explained it beautifully. Um, it, it's really about experiencing, and, uh, experiencing nature. I mean, not just the outside, but also mm-hmm. the inside your own innate nature your own cycles your own phases so it's it's everything it's it's really celebrating life and creativity and of course when i think of creativity or inspiration i think of what the druids refer to as the awen um so what is what does the awen mean to you as far (laughs) as working with that and druidry
1: I wonder how many people who are hearing this have heard of Arwen at all, you know, because a lot of people think paganism, oh, they think pentagrams and, you know, black cats and so forth. And I actually have a black cat next to me right now, ignoring me.
0: Um, (laughs) Right. But but people uh, don't understand. Right. Yeah. People don't really understand Druidry. It's almost very mysterious to people. Um, people like
1: it over here somewhat because I think you've got, again, that British thing. And, and it, it, Druidry is often seen as a Welsh thing. So right. it's right. Uh, from the different parts of the British Isles have got more of a connection to the land because there's more stone circles and things like that. But it's <laughs> Druidry, I've been told by so many people, they think of it as the almost indigenous shamanic spirituality of the British Isles. And I think that's a very modern point of view, but it's, it's kind of true. Um, I was taught it in the manner of what I'm doing is, as my druidry is being a priest of the land. Mm-hmm. So it's being a priest of my land, my homeland. And it's not in a sort of right-wing... Uh, everyone in Britain is great, and everyone outside is horrible. It's, uh, it's really not that. Um, I've had conversations with French druids, and Greek druids, and American druids, and Australian druids. You know, it's wherever you you call home, wherever exactly. your feet are. Right. But the arwen is that's itself a Welsh term, and it literally means inspiration uh, from the tale of Caridwen and her cauldron. And people generally visualise the arwen as three rays of light coming down or three drops coming from the cauldron of inspiration and I say to people nowadays you know in the Tom and Jerry cartoons you've got the light bulb goes above their heads when they have a good idea yes, right that sort of moment it's that that. that
0: aha moment
1: right (laughs) yeah it's it's the eureka (laughs) moment you know it's that wonderful sense of connectivity of yes this now quick I've got an idea quick find me a pad and (laughs) it's it's that but in in ritual sense it's finding the ah when when you're standing in ritual is is that connectivity with whatever is your sacred so it can be your land or it can be your your gods or your ancestors or, or whatever that is and more, more often than not i'm i'm seeking our win as a creative person so i end up sitting at a laptop looking at the blinking cursor on the white screen going okay come on come on that's exactly
0: <laughs> me that's how i write my poetry because i i write sure. a lot of poetry and um, i have mentioned this before in a previous show that i I, I sometimes really believe that the poems write themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah. when I say that, I mean as as if it, they're being channeled and they're coming from an external yeah. source. So, yeah. and when I'm trying very hard to create something, I realize, you know what? This is probably not the correct time. This is not mm-hmm. the divine mm-hmm. timing to create something. Because yep.
1: sometimes it doesn't want to happen. It, it just
0: doesn't. <laughs> so just close the laptop and just, uh-huh. and then we're ducked do Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but go, then, and do, go and do some chores or something. And, that's and, true. And the yes. Is,
1: the, the idea will still be going away in your brain you know your, your subconscious will be w- working hard right and then it- Usually at like three in the morning or something, you'll wake up and go, ah,
0: now. That's funny. <laughs> I've written a lot of my music that way, my songs that way. Yeah. With the poetry, yeah. though, right. Sometimes I just get an urge, though, at other times that, oh, my gosh, I have to write something. I have no idea yes. what it is. I have no that's idea it. what it's going to be about. But I'm going to mm-hmm. sit there and all of a sudden there is that one It starts flowing. It starts yes. coming through me. A- and it's effortless. At that mm-hmm. point, it feels effortless and quite there magical. There is nothing like it. it that's yeah. magical to me
1: yeah there is nothing like it and i think every everyone can feel this at some point and i've had people say to me oh i'm not creative oh no no, no.
0: good point i wanted yes, to go there because some people may be listening to this going well i don't know how this resonates with me i've never considered <laughs> myself an artistic person but it um, doesn't have to be
1: art though this is the thing I, I do not believe that there is anyone who can't do this I, I firmly believe that everybody can and that's not just me being sort of self-healthy or anything like that i, I really think so i I work with groups of people and they say, oh, no, no, we're not not creative at all. So, OK, so what makes that aha moment? What's that moment? Feel your heart singing and you're so happy. And, and what is that? And for some, it's writing, like you say. For some, it's playing the guitar. For mm-hmm. some, it's making a wonderful meal. For some, it, it really is cleaning and making everything look yeah. nice around the house. And then standing back and, and surveying and being happy. And whatever it is, everyone's got it. Everyone we're can all creators, this.
0: right? It comes right down sure. to the fact that every single one of us is a creator, just yep. in different ways. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, I would say. Thing is, my brain has just now gone. Even Donald Trump, I'm like, yep, even Donald Trump.
0: <laughs> oh, well, we went there. Okay, we're not going to do politics he, here, but. <laughs> I, 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 he's creating
1: chaos, isn't he? Uh, but it's the thing of, uh, I actually, contentiously, I, I'm glad of people like that because by giving a the, the, uh, very obviously American idea of the freedom of speech yes. he has the freedom to say what he wants and we have the freedom to challenge that True. and it's, yes. I'm hoping that all the troublesome stuff in the world is making us step up with our creativity and our own individuality and going no no we don't want this we, here's why we're not. you're coming on with the stupid <laughs> and we're now saying no we, we don't this is not what we think at all you don't represent me and people, instead of being apathetic, people are stepping up. And this is why I think more people are drawn to paganism, because you can't sit on the sidelines with paganism. You These have are to good do...
0: points. Yes, yes. Once you Because <laughs> once you let the sacred in and, and once you, yeah. you're evolving spiritually, you absolutely sure. see the world in different ways. And you, yeah. don't, and you, you, you don't see, see yourself the... separate from it. You see yourself as a major part in it.
1: That's right. And that includes the bad stuff, you know, and you look at some of the bad stuff and you say, okay, that's going to teach me. And you look at other bad stuff and you go, right, not that. This is what I do not want. And, but then you can ask why, you know, why do I not want this and it, it's it's all thought provoking stuff. It leads to good things.
0: Yes. Now, I getting to know you and, and reading some of your blogs and watching your videos, um, I know that you have had uh, suffered with anxiety and depression or still currently work with that. Um, And Mm -hmm. I know that your spiritual path as a druid has really helped you in coping with that and refocusing and shifting your perspective. Can you Mm -hmm. kind of share some of of that and and how it actually really helps you to deal with those kind of issues?
1: Yeah, Um, part of it, I I think, Wow, where do I start? Right, um, and there's so I, many people
0: I, out there that do have anxiety and do have depression. I exactly. know I've, I've suffered with anxiety for most of my life. I still work on it myself, and yeah. it's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, oh, no,
1: but it's it's no small thing. This it is isn't a small weak.
0: thing, right. mm I think a lot of
1: us, we, we push it down in order to get on with our lives, don't we? I think we yes, push it down I and agree. go, no, no, not today. I can't deal with this right now. Oh, I've said that so many we,
0: times. Yes, you're oh, right. Yeah, I think yeah, Those have. are the rough days, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? But, but, it happens to a lot of people more than they will ev- even admit, like you said. Like yeah. some people do yeah. hide it because they don't want to admit that there's something that of they need to work mm-hmm. on that could possibly be wrong with them. What's wrong with me?
1: That's right. And it's it's the same as for years, women were sort of going, well, what's wrong with me? I'm not enjoying getting a new washing machine or something, yeah. you know? It's like, no, no, that's that's fine. That's valid. And now people are starting to question what's wrong with me. And it's like, it's not, there's nothing wrong with you. You're having a feeling and it's valid and there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And we're, we've got a long way to go yet on this. I mean, mental health, it's it's still as... Well, uncharted almost. You know, we don't know how our brains work. <laughs> yeah. Reading some of the early psychotherapy stuff, Jung, and I, I love the stories he tells. and Because he was exploring the brain point of view of stories, and that's very much what I do. And with my druidry, I I allow the stories to try and work with me, which sounds kind of amorphous. But when I'm feeling really, really really low, I find the thing that gets me out of it, if I can't write, because writing will 100% get me out of it, but sometimes I can't do that. So sometimes it's listening to someone else's story. So I'll put on a movie, or I'll read a book, or whatever it is, even if it's um, reading someone's blog and listening to their tale, it'll help me relate more to where I'm coming from. So you're seeing that connection and yes. that relationship.
0: that's beautiful. I've yeah. done that, and that does help people. Sometimes you just have mm. to turn to somebody else not to, you know, not gain your strength because you mm. don't have strength. That's not the reason, but because you can just see it through someone else's eyes or see you're not alone, sure. you can relate. Well, this is
1: the thing. Yeah, and, and I mean, I my second book I wrote called Facing the Darkness, a lot of it was written in tears you know in a dressing gown in tears at a table going oh god i can't do this and my brain was my creative brain was going no you've got to do it it's about as real as it's going to (laughs) keep
0: typing (laughs) yeah those raw emotions come yeah oh boy i'm thinking that
1: this is like uh one of the poets going crazy in the attic and coming up with works of genius
0: yeah (laughs) but
1: it, it doesn't feel like that in the moment it hurts and i wrote this book and i've I've had so much feedback from people because the point of the book is basically to say you're not alone. You are not alone. And Perfect. when you are in those dark places, you feel like you're the only one on the planet who's feeling that. Right. And it's not true, but that's the irrationality of, of those dark places. And uh, there's, there's many even little quotes in the book. Um, I, I love the Harry Potter idea of the dementors, which is J.K. Rowling's de- depression, mm-hmm. and you can beat the dementors with chocolate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's worked for her. And all these little things, and it, you laugh there, and you smile, and that's it. And no depression can beat a smile or a laugh. So, you know, that's, that's one way, and it's just keeping going and keeping breathing and knowing that there's other people who feel this and other people who wish they didn't and I wouldn't wish this on anybody but you're not alone and it's it's very hard to put into words but when you feel trapped and stuck just reach out and that's the paganism that's the the gift that we have in our spirituality is you can always look at someone else's story you can always step outside and just breathe you can hug your dog or your cat you know you have that connectivity with what's around
0: so you would suggest then probably I mean there's a time to be alone with your thoughts and your emotions mm-hmm. but sure. yet there's also a time where it's probably best to not be alone and to have that kind of connection so it's just to listen to your your uh intuition
1: with that mm, yeah sometimes I, I think one of the lessons that being in the dark places teaches us is is how to how to arm ourselves with it <laughs> almost um, by battling through these, this darkness, you kind of learn how to arm yourself um, in terms of what the map is to get yourself through, what works for you, right. what weapons you need. So do you need chocolate and a cup of tea? <laughs> or,
0: <you> know, <laughs> that, that works sort of for thing. me a lot of times. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um, when you're mentioning this, I'm actually, I'm thinking of the goddess that uh, I work with my matron, the Irish Morrigan. And, uh, oh, yes. and yeah, and I have mentioned that to you. And um, for mm-hmm. those who don't know who the Morrigan is, I mean, she's quite a complex goddess, so we would be here a long time. But um, mm-hmm. she is one that is not a coddler, if I can say. She's a strong goddess of sovereignty, of war. And that doesn't have to be just literal war, it can be the wars that we have inside of ourselves, um, of, sure. of magic. Um, she's just of so many different aspects but she has approached me uh, years back at a time where I went through the darkest period uh, known as the dark night of the soul and it really Mm -hmm. she was there to to guide me and to have me face things about myself that I had trouble facing or I stuffed down and didn't want to look at because it was time for me to spiritually Get go higher or evolve. Yeah. Um. I didn't yeah. really realize it then, but that's what she was doing. She was guiding me along, so I could accept who I was and and just be a, the best version of myself. But she's a tough goddess. I mean, wouldn't you agree? She she is she can be hard on you. Not that she's uncaring or she's cold or distant. Although she can be at times, but she really wants you to do the inner work. And sometimes yeah. that's what it's about. It's about facing the dark. I mean, we're in the dark times now. That uh, in the northern hemisphere, the dark half sure. of the year. But she, she takes you there. She takes you to that place. Um, do you work with the Morgan, or do you? How do you work with the Crone aspect?
1: Um, I have worked with her in the past. Um, and I'm actually thinking now, as you're saying it, I can't think of any deity who is actually fluffy. I can't, yeah. I can't think of any that that don't coddle you in their own way. If, if you approach any god or goddess, they're going to go, OK, you're approaching me. You're ready to hear what I have to say. So here we go. Yeah, exactly. And, and off you go, you know. And yeah. sometimes oh, no. I say, Scary. well, yeah and we we always go into this when we're reading the paganism 101 books in the start we go okay who's my deity oh they look nice let's go and talk to them Mm -hmm. and then we get our asses kicked (laughs) (laughs) and but that's how it has to be like like i say every every stage is initiatory so as you were having that dark night of the soul she was there and that's how it is and and i remember vividly sitting just in floods of tears just oh yeah and I, I was crying out going what do you want you know why am I feeling it's and yes I yes. just felt I felt hands around my shoulders you know I felt like someone hugging me around my shoulders going I'm I'm still here and I've done, had some experiences similar to that where sometimes it's been a hug sometimes it's been a kick sometimes it's been Almost like a grandmother going right. Okay, come on, enough of that now. Get up, sort yourself out, wipe yeah. your eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: um, and it's we we are always ready to face whatever we have to face, but it can be difficult. And I think certainly with with the Morrigan, she challenges for sure. Oh but
0: yes, roughest years of my f- life when I began working with her.
1: Yeah, it's well, there's that, but also I I love the image of the Morrigan she's a triple goddess and she's not just the crone but she is so compassionate yes she knows loss and she knows mourning and she knows hardship and she knows how to be a warrior and all of these wonderful aspects of the strongest women you know and that's that's how it should be and that's what we need to learn and that's what's so hard you know that Mm -hmm. is so hard and with the crone crikey we're coming into the crone time of year aren't we (laughs) i I often think of it i think of it like a grandmother so you have you know the crazy grandmother who's been there and done that and seen everything The wise one yeah the wise one but i always think also of there's a lovely poem about being old and i want to do this and it's when i get old i will wear purple and inappropriate hats things like that (laughs) yeah it's it's the crazy granny as well who doesn't care and she will just tell you there's no bs she'll just tell you and that's that's what you need at this yeah so it's the morrigan or it could be hecate or it could be i'd love the goddess areshkigal who it journeys to the underworld and and kicks ass again yeah (laughs) and there's all these wonderful ladies and we can learn so much and all we need to do is ask and this is this is working with the crone who will go right are you sure okay all right roll your sleeves up off we go
0: yeah, yeah. The crone will definitely That's tell it, it uh, tell it as it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and
1: you you can't if if you try and back out, that won't work.
0: Oh, I've tried, <laughs> <laughs> Kat. I've tried several times to back out from the Morgan. You should know better and, by, uh, by now, really. Oh yeah. Well, that was then. I don't do that any longer. Um, but yes, I, there have been a couple of points where I did back <laughs> out from the Morgan and went, all right, oh uh, this 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 insanity or this storm, the storm queen is too much sure. for me. Um, you know, I, I just well, I can't tough. I can't do this. I can't do this right now. Not right now. Yeah. And you know what, yeah. though? She she steps back. And then mm. a little while later, guess what? She's still there. Still oh, there. Yeah. She's in the waiting. She was just basically observing how I was handling everything.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: And she knew, OK, well, Elizabeth is is having a very hard time getting through some of the thought patterns that she really needs to release at this time and i know mm-hmm. she needs to release it and this is tough for her but when she finally wins that battle and she will i will be here and i will take her into mm-hmm. the next step that, yeah. that's and sometimes how it
1: was it, it's almost as if she's standing there but then after a while i get the impression of sort of looking at watch and going right okay it's been long enough now you're ready yeah.
0: <laughs> and even True. if you
1: don't feel ready she'll know when you are and that's things will start happening i mean i've I've had people who were students of mine come to me saying, oh, I'm trying to find my, my God and, and oh, I can't. And one guy, he was trying so hard. I want to find my God and no one's talking to me. And he, his car got struck by lightning. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was, it definitive sign deity. there. <laughs> his, his patron had turned out to be Thor. Oh and it was like, my right, gosh. I'm right here.
0: It's like me with the Look. crows. It was like me with the crows. Exactly. I lived in I've Florida. Heard that a lot. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I moved to Florida during the Dark Night of the Soul and, and lived there for a year and then went to Salem in massachusetts after that and let me uh-huh. tell you those were the times of the Morgan. and for me yeah. i know many people will say this about her is that those crows will start making their presence known they'll, oh, yeah. they'll come closer and closer you'll notice that on those really difficult days mm-hmm. that's when you'll see them the most um, yep. And you'll start paying attention to her, to the different cause, the different sounds that these crows make, whether they're yeah. a warning for you, mm-hmm. whether they're saying that there's a, a message from the spiritual realm that, that's coming yeah. to you. Um, so I got to know her that way and I, and I definitely realized that when I heard those crows, first thing in the Mm -hmm. morning in Florida, I went, "Uh uh-oh, you know, not that they're bad (laughs) luck, but I went, oh no, there's gonna be some some crap happening today. I don't know when it's gonna strike, but, and sure enough, you know. Yeah, but your
1: lesson, you you knew to listen your lesson was that you you were hearing it yes and sometimes you realize that this has been going on for ages and you just haven't noticed because you've been so caught up in your own head right that you haven't noticed that there's been crows outside and the birds has the movie the birds has been on the tv and you know all these different <laughs> things and it, the universe when you step up and say okay i'm ready i i want this then something somewhere listens and goes all right and, and off you go and i've heard that so many times from people and it's it's true I, I i don't really believe in coincidences anymore i think there's, oh, no, there's definitely, definitely a, and a pattern and i i love the synchronicities of things coming up just when you need them oh yeah and whether it's you yes. seeing it for the first time or it's it's really there for you yeah we just we have to open ourselves enough to see it. And then even if we feel like an ass because we've, we've been missing it for so long, our deities are patient and they go, yeah, we, we know you've you've been missing it, but you've had a lot to deal with.
0: Oh yeah. But yeah, this, you said in, you in said the, the, the right word, synchronicities. And um, yeah. I, I feel like that, of course, that happened with me for a while. I've seen numbers like mm-hmm. 11, 11, 333. I'd see the yeah. Morrigan's name. I'd see the crows, um, all, all different types of signs related to all different areas of my life. But I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, now are beginning to notice these synchronicities because they're ready Mm. for it. They're they're ready for the next level. They're they're really um, opening themselves, so to speak. So, yeah, um, yeah, so I I think synchronicities are happening more than ever and, right, people just, they were always there. The truth was always there but they weren't ready for it. And, you know, when Mm -hmm. you're ready for it, the divine timing steps in. Um, So that's very true. Um, You know, they always say, like, though, you know, getting back to the um, the anxiety and things that we have to deal with though that we are not our thoughts and I've heard this a lot a mm-hmm. lot of times that yeah. like if someone's in a panic attack or someone is you know whatever it is extreme ex- anxiety whatever that they have to realize that these are just thoughts and that we aren't those thoughts and we can just mm-hmm. kind of observe them and and let them just pass along almost like clouds would you agree with that, that, that that's true
1: it's an, I, I do, yes, but it I, I actually speak to mental health professionals about this. So I've got a lovely doctor who, after after many years of having really, really bad experiences with mental health services, I now have a wonderful doctor, and she listens to what I have to say. She comes at things from a Buddhist perspective, and she will say exactly what you've just said, which is we are not our thoughts. You, you can try and meditate and just let things slide past you. Right. But I... I thinking about it like that to me it feels like you're standing in a storm sometimes or in a tidal wave oh, yeah. because the thoughts and the emotions are a deluge, and they can't. You can't get out of the way. If you've got a tsunami coming at your head, you just have to sh- shut your eyes. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Because <laughs> sometimes you, know, you really don't want to look.
1: Yeah. Well, this is it. But yeah. sometimes, sometimes, if, if you're really strong, sometimes you can swim with the flow. Sometimes, you know, you can metaphorically grab a surfboard or something. You, you go with the emotions, and that's when I find it. You you learn more when you're able to. Uh, take the emotion and just either scream it out if you're having if you have the opportunity to do primal scream th- therapies of sorts you know go to a pagan yeah. camp and scream yeah i refer to this and... as
0: the soul surfer this is what oh, I, refer- I wrote a blog that's on a this way yeah sure. yeah because because when exactly it's like when you have these waves coming up and you're not sure you know mm. how in the world you're not gonna get you know tumbled over and drowning you you just you Get on that surfboard and you're like all right well you know what i can't run from this now i'm in the storm i'm in the water i'm gonna yeah. ride this out best i can i'm just gonna I hadn't go read with that, it. that blog post of yours so it's <laughs> synchronicity in
1: action there. but it, it, no you're absolutely right but this is as, as i say this you cannot quash it down because it's True. like a, a right. kettle or a pressure cooker it will it or a volcano, you know, it needs to come out. And right. I find myself I, I get really embarrassed about crying, but I do I do it a lot because that's how it manifests with me is the tears. And I try and evoke that when I'm in ritual with the spirits of water. So it's spirits of water bring your tears and let them wash away whatever that deluge is let it be let it come out let that tightness inside you when you're all knotted up and stressed let it come out because it's natural it's fine yeah that is
0: true
1: you know the tears can then you can turn to tears of joy because the amount of times i've stood outside just crying or whatever and then the clouds have parted and a sunbeam's come through or something or a rainbow has appeared or or even a bird has come down and you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it because is you released
0: it. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's like sure. something within you has purged. You released it exactly, and now you're yeah. ready to to take in brand new energy. That's right. So, yeah. but but yet you can't bring you know bring in that new energy until you've released what what's basically toxic, what's keeping yeah. you down. So that's a good but, point.
1: But we we tend to do that to ourselves, though, don't we? We sort of go, yes, no, I can't yes. let it out. We, once you once you've let that go, you feel probably quite tired but also you feel better you feel more able to take a deep breath and step forward and go right okay (sighs) all right I can do this come on (laughs) yeah and then then I find that again those synchronicities happen and something the universe will send something and you'll think oh okay this is all right I, I might be able to do this right, right. you know I'll, I'll usually get an email or something saying hi keep going you're doing great or because people know on my my social media I'll tend to go on there and go oh bad day
0: yeah and, and people you know what I'll go find?
1: it's all right it's I find fine. too
0: with social media that um, a lot of times too when I think it's just me going through this very mm-hmm. bad bout of, of anxiety or whatever it is that I'll find that there'll be like 10 or 12 or whatever people on social media who are oh, like tons. oh i have had the same day oh it was sure. like that it was so rough for me today oh, yeah me too mm-hmm. so a lot of times also it's the collective energy that's affecting us on a certain I level i think this is
1: true i mean uh, how many Not people all the time, have you heard?
0: But, but many times
1: yeah i mean how many people have you heard this year saying 2016 oh my god
0: oh my gosh yes here's another one here's another one 2016 you know? has been uh, such a transformative rush. year and such yes a rush an accelerated rush on just just so many levels um yeah. both good and bad you know but well actually I don't, no. even, I don't even want to say bad i want to say that just necessary
1: yeah I think it's the case and and it happened a while a while ago I think it was 2004 or something everyone was saying the same thing bad stuff was happening and yeah. everything was pressure and stress and then we were just waiting for it to break whenever that would happen and yeah. it wasn't necessarily the calendar new year i found it was the spring of the next year because the seasons had turned but it was also the thing of we needed to go through that that awfulness in order to reach the point we needed to be and some people could cope with it and they came out better and some people couldn't and they were still b- battling on. But I think 2016, it's putting us, I, I hope, it's putting us where we need to be.
0: When, I really believe that. I, I really mm, feel that, Kat. I hope so. um, I do. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of things that have been happening with people are a matter of they're facing their own egos. Um, mm-hmm. face, facing a lot of th- a lot of things about themselves that uh, again, like we said, that it's very hard to look at. And as yeah. as those things release, you know, it's not a very comfortable experience to release them. You know, mm-hmm. on, if, yeah. unfortunately, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's it's not a comfortable <laughs> thing. <laughs> we know that.
1: I think this this is something I've I've said a few times, and people laugh. And I, I a lot of the pagan community have a very uh, um, I don't know pink unicorns attitude of sort of love and light and, and fluffy bunnies and things like that. That's right, very right. Fine. It's not all fluffy and
0: bunnies and unicorns. It, I wish it was, you know, but if, <laughs> if that's not.
1: the level you're practicing at, then. More power to you. Go for it. Right, you know, right, Have fun right. with your glittery robes. But on the other hand, there is the dark stuff needs to be worked through and there are people who generally minister to that. I mean, I know people who are priests of very dark deities, um, people who minister to the dead and I've I've done that. I've worked in, in the ambulance service over here and I got given a job once where I was literally ministering to people who were terminal. So I had to be dealing with People who were imminently, on well, on the edge of death, and then had actually died. Oh
0: yeah, I have a friend of mine so who's a nurse worked... who does a similar thing. Oh yeah,
1: exactly. And and you can't really bring your spirituality too overtly into that because the system is so very secular, mm-hmm. and so you can't be sitting at work with a candle. But I could. I made a point of taking the names of the people who died each week and doing a small ritual for them. Oh,
0: that's and beautiful.
1: As well as even as I said their names and lit the candle and just said to them you can go it's all right there's people who remember you you could feel the room or or, I was in the park often or a garden and I could feel people there going oh wow okay (laughs) because that doesn't happen and people they just some of them just die in care homes and they're forgotten you know and no next of kin on the forms and it's uh, oh as long as someone someone is there that that is very much what I think we are stepping up to do we are finding our own priesthood and our own place yeah and it's like right what what are you inspiring in people what how are you helping what is your place what are you doing and in in my books my students are now listening to this are going to be laughing so hard because um (laughs) my key phrase is what are you doing so what are you doing with your life right now and it, I'm not judging, but... How are you being you of do? service? I
0: ask myself well, that every single yeah. day. And that keeps me going. But also to yourself,
1: to other people and to yourself. Yeah, and to and yourself, people say right, to me exactly. all the time, you can't help people if you're an empty vessel. That's very and true.
0: Yes, good point.
1: I, I push myself so damn hard and then I fall over and go, yeah. oh, I needed to take a day off.
0: <laughs> but you know what? You mentioned <laughs> the dark. And um, I just wanted to just kind of interject there and just say sure. that I have always been someone who's really who's been drawn to the dark. I mean, I'm not an evil person. Mm-hmm. I'm a good person, you know, and I, I bring the light, you know, just put it out there. But um, I've well, always been there drawn. Can be
1: good, bright people who are evil and, and, you know, dark people who are good. And,
0: you yeah, know. yeah. But I've always been drawn to the dark, the, the mysterious. I, I've always been interested sure. in death. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a psychic medium. I also help out uh, with paranormal Cases, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, I've always felt like I found my my strength or my light within that darkness. And exactly. so, I, yeah. I always I tell people, you know what? I, I the dark sometimes scares people. Because, you know, the unknown, uh, you know, the scary things or the the Mm -hmm. terrifying experiences, say, with spirits or or things of that nature. But I always find that I'm grateful for those experiences and I I will continue to be grateful for them because Mm. that's just how I find my strength and my light. I I find it there. So if that makes sense.
1: Oh, completely. And this is the thing with, again, with the Arwen the the inspiration comes from the darkness so whether right, you're in right. the middle of, of, of a cave where you can't see whether you're visualizing a cauldron full of just ugh, you know yuck essentially and whatever happens the arwen is there there will always be inspiration to bring the light that allows you to well not necessarily move out of the darkness but move through it and take it with you as much as you need take that knowledge with you take that experience with you because day follows night follows day darkness is light i I think um the the author terry pratchett said yep you have the speed of light but no matter how fast the speed of light is darkness got there first
0: right it's true right and there's no unicorns there there's no fluffy bunnies there there's no rainbows there well, so the thing it's
1: not remember with unicorns is that unicorns used to the whole myth of unicorns used to be that they could only be ridden by virgins and that came about because you had to sacrifice a virgin to get to be a unicorn it was really messy that oh myth. boy no.
0: I, I just work with them for healing cats so i don't, I don't know about that yeah. but, but, <laughs> okay. but, but again
1: they're hardcore you know they've got this yeah. great weapon there and it's like you do not mess with a regular horse. You don't mess with a unicorn. Oh no, know? true. <laughs> and it's none of it. It's uh, you can overload on love and light and fluff.
0: I do believe that. And I, I, if you yeah. know if the new age community is going to shoot me down for that, I guess so be it. But you know what? The the <laughs> truth is, balance is real. Balance is it, absolutely balance is real. Necessary. I, necessary. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Now, have you... you can
1: overload on on anything. You know, too True. dark and you've you've lost yourself. Too bright and you burn. Yeah. And it, it's finding that balance.
0: Yeah. So. definitely well, well said. <laughs> now I would imagine you do a lot of meditation. And how how helpful is that for uh, some of the the anxiety or, or or whatnot? Like, what kinds of meditations do you find very helpful?
1: Um, it's really difficult when you're in those dark places to just yeah. even calm your, your brain down. You know, the, the Buddhists call the monkey mind. And the that's a lovely mind. image. Have you heard that one? And it's, I have it's heard the that, yeah. The, it's the capering monkey in your brain. And I, I find sometimes if I can meditate, I'll meditate just with a single candle and just use that as a focus um simple sometimes yeah, yeah uh, the simpler the better i mean i've been given some friends have given me some lovely guided meditations on cd which is very very helpful um because you don't have to worry you can just listen and and mm-hmm. go uh sometimes it's imagining visualizing clouds above your head and if, if you visualize a white yes. cloud mm-hmm. yeah you can fill it full of fill the cloud full of dark and send it away and it'll rain somewhere mm-hmm. and that's fine and I, as I say, journeying tends to help more. So if I'm really in a very bad way, I'll try and approach someone I think can help. I mean, I've approached certain deities before and said, okay, can, have you got a minute? Can we just have a chat? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's almost like calling up a, a wise friend and saying, I'm really sorry to bother you, but I need help. Yeah, no,
0: I've done it many times, yeah. And with archangels as well, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And if you're sincere, then they'll listen and they'll help. If you're if you're just I don't know wasting time I'm trying not to swear <laughs> if you're just full of B, if you're just full of BS then the, you'll just get told oh just go and sort yourself out stop whining but if it's if it's true and sincere and you're calling from a place in your heart that's sincere then absolutely there there are forces at work that will help as you say they might not necessarily say stuff you want to hear yes. but but you asked. <laughs>
0: so yeah yeah, you well, take the yeah well you know what just just to expand on that right they may not tell you what you want to hear um mm-hmm. but they will be truthful with you and you're yes. not alone they will guide you to you know finding your inner strength and yeah. most of the time like especially with the dark uh the dark pantheon they want you to prove to yourself your strength mm-hmm. so in other yes. words if you say oh to the morrigan you know oh please help me with strength or please mm-hmm. help me to be courageous and get through this mm-hmm. um she's you know they're not going to leave you and be like you know i'm not, i don't hear you but they're going to bring up very very real and tough situations for you to yep. prove that to yourself to prove that well you know what this has been within you you just mm-hmm. haven't acknowledged your strength you haven't acknowledged yeah. your courage
1: yeah, and I find um, th- my my husband says that pagans are all part magpie. We all have a, a animal guide as a magpie because we all like stuff, <laughs> you know. We do we do like the glittery yeah. st- stuff, um, and I found that practical things help remind us. So, for example, in that situation, if you're asking for strength, I would have say uh, a I've I've got a ring with. I'm, I'm an old Goth, so you know, I'm uh, dressing in the black and, and yeah, the eyeliner I and all the Go- rest of it I from back in the too. 90s. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Perfect. 90s are right. Perfect. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, young people now are, saying, oh, You're back in 90s are like, oh, Goth. you my language. Screw that. Goth now, you know,
1: we're, we're crazy. Goth, goth sacked Rome. It was fine. Yeah. But... <laughs> it's the thing of I've got a ring with um, it's like a talk, but it's got two skulls that face each other, and Ooh, cool. people can look at it and go, "Oh my god!" Uh, uh, no, no, no. This Sounds is nice. the balance like again. It's it's lovely, but it, it's I got it when I got my my wedding ring, mm-hmm. and it's strength to me, and it's that balance and the reminder that beneath everything we are all the same skull and we're the same bones, and we are just all connected in that way, and it reminds me to be strong wow
0: yeah
1: you know in in a sort of kick-ass way if you like because some people would be freaked out just by looking at you it. Know what no. I have, you know what
0: I have to say is that, you, I, I don't know if you're going to believe this, but I'm absolutely telling you the truth. I have actually uh-huh. been uh, looking for a skull ring to actually fit <laughs> my little tiny fairy fingers, I call them, because uh-huh. I, I never <laughs> could never find the size. But it's for that exact reason that you just mentioned. So synchronicity, mm-hmm. again, that you and I are speaking today. Um, there we go. And, uh, yeah. And it was just, <laughs> it was for that, that I wanted to look at the skull ring, not like, you know, oh, this is just scary and cough and cool or whatever, but, just to remind me of my own mortality. Yeah. Uh, my own, fr- I, I, you know, and that I'm a, this is just the truth the, the mortality yeah. of us. Yeah. And,
1: and I know I've got a friend who's a crystal healer and I was initially a little skeptical about that. And then she performed a healing on me and I, I was blown away. And that a lot of people use crystals to help because a crystal yeah. pendant, you can hold on to it. I you love can just crystals, re- reach yeah. up. Yeah, you can reach up and grab it and go, oh, come on, give me strength. And, and the crystal is there on you and Mm -hmm. feeling your body heat and your warmth and your energy and and so on and whatever it is whatever little little shiny that you have on your person it can remind you you know just to be strong you're still here you're still you you're not actually trapped by anyone else even if someone's yelling in your face which i've had you know i've had bad bosses um yelling in my face Mm -hmm. and it's like no no just step back we're we're all the same underneath and once you start to breathe and start to remember you you have that gift of being a pagan you have that gift of the spirituality and your connectivity and you can look beyond the the screaming boss and go you're really scared whatever you're screaming about that's not me doing that that's you
0: yeah it's very true and they don't
1: want to hit they don't want to hear that but then it allows you to breathe and not take on their they're crap. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: We've know, all gone you don't through go that. home. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: for sure. But it's, again, that's the learning curve. I'd, I had a boss do that to me when I was in my 20s. And I wish I could go back now and give myself that hug and say, yeah. it's all right, he's an ass.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I've had I've had my own spiritual team, my own guidance say about sure. bosses, you know what, it's just that this particular person is not happy within their own life. It's actually yeah. more sad than anything else. So just to give me just a proper perspective of, well, this is not really meant to consciously make you suffer. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. what it's about. It's just that you're kind of in the crossfire and this person yeah. is just going through their own inner war and and they're taking Mm. it out on you um you know not that it helps during the day completely because Mm -hmm. you're going through it but just so there's a, a deeper understanding there
1: yeah, sometimes it's impossible, and you, if you, particularly very empathic people, they can't help but take it on. I mean, I've yeah. had this for years, yeah. and you come home, and then you can just go, if you step outside, however you can, in in your space. I used to have a particular tree that I, I would walk past, who would who would help, and I would just sort of stand next to the tree and just go, oh, yeah, the trees are helpful. Girl, oh, yeah, oh, wonderful, you know. <laughs> and it's the sort of sympathy of the, the perspective of a tree is they're doing their their thing as a tree and not, no shouting at them is going to get them down no. you know and yeah. they'll sort of be a little amused at the, the weight that we put on such nonsense really yeah. but we, they help us and they hold us while we can let it go and you know the earth is bigger than these little problems and I think if if you are empathic, if you're sensitive to energy like that, then you have to learn tactics, don't you? You have to learn ways to Very true.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of empaths out there who have it, you know, Mm -hmm. it's very difficult even just to go out in public and be around a lot of people or, you know, and and you're always constantly taking on people's feelings, emotions. um, Mm -hmm. And and then also in the spirit world too, you're also taking on their emotions. So it's not just Mm -hmm. limited to just the physical people that you're around, right?
1: well I, I i learn ideas again i love i love reading and i, I love stories mm-hmm. and one of the ideas that i had that i thought was such a good idea um what's his name jim jim butcher's fantasy books about the wizard harry dresden um they are wonderful and i would definitely recommend looking them up because you have a, a man who's got he's, it's kind of a detective noir book or, or series and he's got wizard on his office this door and everything but he uses he's got a shield bracelet that he wears um which is bespelled to protect him he uses a drumstick as a wand he uses a hockey stick as a staff. very practical (laughs) magic here (laughs) you're not going to get arrested for carrying
0: these things
1: and this is this is how you do it and yeah i mean i'm i'm a prison chaplain so i really can't take oh, really? a lot of oh, stuff wow. into prison so i have to figure out what i'm allowed what i can do i mean i can't even take knitting needles in because they're yeah. potentially Talk weapons. about picking saying, up on I'm
0: energy straight. though for you right
1: for wow. sure yeah now yeah that, that's a it,
0: challenge if i've ever heard one yeah
1: it is but it's it, in a way it's wonderful because mm. if there are more pagans in prison There's more out pagans in prison now, let's say, because the prison service is allowing paganism to be recognised, certainly in the UK. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Pagan Federation here have got many people who uh, go into prisons all around the country and minister to the groups. And in one of the places, there's sort of two to four people. And in another place, there's 30 people. And some of the groups, some of the Christians are getting really peed off because (laughs) there's more Mm -hmm. pagans than they thought. And they think we're all heretics. And it's it's hilarious because you have this enforced multi-faith going on. And all of us chaplains generally all get on really well. Mm -hmm. We all giggle about everything because at the heart we all have different beliefs but we all are looking after these very troubled people by whatever means we're trying to help them in a very dark place and some my group they they appreciate that someone cares someone is coming in and caring for them and not I I can't judge and an officer once told me you can't judge it's not your place to judge the judge judged now these people are doing their time and you can be there for them just to help them in the perspective of, of how they're rehabilitating and how they're improving themselves. None of them want to go back. You know, if, if, <laughs> if they're in prison, it is a horrible place and they do not want to go back there. So it's nice. how do they improve themselves? And it's, it's spiritual work at the sharp end.
0: <laughs> right but it keeps you know that know I mean? it's yeah you know, that's very very raw and it keeps things in very realistic perspectives for you right because I, I would imagine that a lot of times you can see yourself within them um in the sense that they're they're fighting their own particular battles oh, sure. and facing the dark and um yeah and you know much. it reminds you of your own your own personal journeys and the fact that yeah. you can somehow make a difference mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in that situation, I mean, it, it, do you think about that often?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the, there's some people who, because my, my book uh, went into the prison um, and psychology teams loved it, which is helpful, and it went around the groups. And men who are not part of my group will come up to me now and say, Miss, I've done a bad thing. And I'll say, What have you done? And they'll hold their arms out and they're all bandaged up because they've been cutting themselves or mm. whatever. they've. Wow. Suffered yeah and i'll i'll look at them and say okay and they say i'm i'm really sorry i'm not going to do it again <laughs> I said, okay but you know where i am you can come and talk to me about this
0: right you're not and, judging but, them for saying well why would you do course. something like that you shouldn't do yeah. it you know you you you're just oh relating my
1: god no and their eyes always go wide because i just take their hand and go no it's it's okay you did you that was a bad day right so you're gonna try not Perfect. to do it again yeah you know and one guy was having such a bad time he was on suicide watch and I said I the psychology team didn't get it they did not understand where he was coming from he was very troubled and we were having a meeting about it and he just sort of looked over at me and shrugged looking all hopeless and at the end of the meeting I got him quietly I said okay I'll make a deal with you I'm not going to kill myself tonight if you don't and he looked at me
0: Wow
1: and he went, and he went okay and the next day I rang work and I, and I just said, is he all right? <laughs> I was yeah. so scared. Yeah. And he was fine. He'd made it through the night and I was dancing around the room. <laughs> <I was laughs> oh, in, my gosh. Punching the air. And he's, he's fine. He's still
0: still. Wow, on. that's intense. But it's, it,
1: it's, yeah, it's having that truth, though. It's saying, no, I know exactly where you are. And I'm not going to do it. If you do it, you know, <laughs> stay living for me because someone cares yeah. is what you're saying. Right. You know, someone cares about you. You are not alone.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's, that's what it is. You know?
0: Yeah. I think that what you do is definitely very, very, <laughs> very special. And um, I'm sure that even giving your talks. And, and doing all your blogs and everything like that it just really just gives you a sense of that you know who you are and what you're meant to do in this world so things may not always be easy for you and you have your bad days but you always realize that you'll you'll pull your, yourself back up and whatever you've learned you're going to pay that forward in such a, a beautiful try. way I, that's what I love about I, you. All I
1: do is try Yeah, I, I just right. say to it's people I promise do. to do my best I promise to do my best some days that's not so great some days that's really small things. Yeah. We're all human, um, nowadays, you know, so
0: well, this is it. that happens. Yeah.
1: But again, we don't judge ourselves, you know, and I'm really bad at this. I, I will be saying, oh, I'm so useless today. I can't do anything. Oh, my goodness. And my fellow will say to me, but you've done this blog post or you've reply to this email and help someone and exactly okay.
0: that's what I tell myself you know? I remind myself oh if I have a really crappy day and um yeah and I'll say well you know what yeah it's like the same thing like you've done a blog post or you've tweeted something to someone where they were suffering yeah. that day and you know you didn't have to but you did and mm-hmm. this is not just patting myself on the back this is just saying that you know what I, I feel something inside myself where I want to pay that forward and um, yeah that's it it's just it just goes all round robin just healing it's all healing we're all networking and and healing
1: yeah that's where i think we're we're working to be you know and even if if people are spiritual but don't want to stand up and minister in their community that's okay but of course it's okay but you can still be who you are and that's will reflect to other people and people will love you for being who you are and for being creative in your own way because no other person can do that. No exactly. other person can do what you do to each person. And that's that's completely true. I mean, that's, everyone listening now, I, I completely mean that. You can do your thing and it's figuring out what that is, is, is life's quest, of course. But in your heart, you probably know so that's that's the journey. Sometimes the brave part is stepping up and doing that thing. You know, like we like say, stepping up right. and writing that first word in a book or that first word of a poem or that first brush on a, an artist's board. You, whatever it is, that first step is the hardest, and we know that. But there are other people there who care. There really are. Yeah. And I think that's the thing to remember at this time of year, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so. it is. And I, I honestly, I, I think that's just a perfect note to even end this show on. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that this show even, it, it surpasses Druidry. Uh, of course, that, sure. it, you know, Druidry is an accompaniment and it's your path and it, it's my path and it's a beautiful path. Um, but I think it even takes it a step further, mm-hmm. um, honestly. And um, Yeah, this
1: this is the human experience, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah. our paths... Are our particular flavor of following that experience in our lives but mm-hmm. we're all like i said we're all skin and bone and we're all ourselves yeah we, i'm gonna have to find a skull ring connected. and you
0: know what if i can't find a skull <laughs> ring that's gonna fit my little fairy finger i'm gonna have to make one up then i guess you're putting it out there
1: you're putting it, <laughs> one will, someone's I, gonna one have will to make it for me.
0: Now. So. <laughs> well kat you've you've been an absolute pleasure and inspiration um i think that For people who are drawn to listening to this show, they're supposed to hear it. I firmly Mm -hmm, believe in that. And um, I really believe that whatever spiritual path is going to work for the listener, that's what's best for you. Um, This is Druidry that Cat follows and Mm -hmm. what I follow. But uh, definitely finding your own path um, and honoring who you are as a person.
1: Yeah, keep exploring. Keep Don't exploring. Be afraid. Yes, know, life be adventurous. Yes, crazy and mad, but we we find
0: our way. That's <laughs> right. Now, Kat, where can people uh, find you? And I, I mentioned your your blog post, mm-hmm. uh, your blogs. Excuse me, your your blog um, address: druidcat.wordpress.com. So that's just yep. one way you can read all of the fabulous blogs by a uh, cat treadwell. But mm-hmm. um, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners? How to find you on social media or otherwise? Um,
1: Fortunately, my name is unusual enough that if you Google me, you find me. <laughs> there is no one else called this, Perfect. which is really good. You do have a um, unique game, yeah. <laughs> um, it's I'm on YouTube, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on all of these things. But um, I've been starting to do videos lately, which was a terrifying thing for me. Um, I, I really don't like looking at myself. <laughs> but they've, they've been helpful to people because I can imagine I'm talking to people through the camera. So that I'm, yeah. I'm on YouTube now. Um, I'm on Facebook. People message me and I reply. I'm completely happy to do that. Um, as I say, if if you want to message me, my email is on the blog. Uh, I'm on social media and accessible. Uh, my, my books are on Amazon and, and all those kind of places. Um, I, I think authors now have to be accessible but we like it. You know, we love to hear from people who, who like our, our stuff Right. Mm-hmm. and Being part of this community is such a big thing for me, and I've got so many friends I wouldn't have otherwise had. Uh, I, there are so many pagans around the world who write me regularly, and it's it's a blessing. You know, we have that community within ourselves. So.
0: Yeah. Well, I I definitely think that your blessing and the work that you do is a blessing. So thank you so much, and um, please definitely stay on the line. I'm just gonna finish up here by just letting the listeners know that you can find me on my website, theparanormalpriestess.com. You can find me on Facebook, the Paranormal Priestess. I have my page there. You can follow the show at priestess pod or you can email me para para priestess podcast at gmail uh love to hear from you also if you really feel like you want to donate and support the show you can on GoFundMe. that would be a fantastic thing um thank you as always for supporting the show everyone and um i'm just so very grateful to be doing this show i'm going to continue bringing you guys the best of the spiritual of the paranormal and um you know i i really brings joy to my heart to do that and like i say at the end of my shows again i always seem to have a show where this this statement just rings true from the heart of the darkness is born the light so blessings to everyone until next time bye bye.